Welcome to the Intersection Podcast at Georgia Tech Scheller College of Business. My name is Jasmine Howard. I'm a first year MBA candidate here and your host for The Intersection. Today we're joined by Executive MBA alumnus Christian White, who will tell us about his entrepreneurship experience with Risk 360, as well as his background in the military and um, experience through the Executive MBA program. Welcome, Christian. Thank you for having me. So glad you're here. So just quick, quick introduction. Tell us about yourself, um, where you're from, and what your firm does now. Sure. So my name's uh, Christian White. Like you said, I'm from Newington, Connecticut. Um, but my family is also from Georgia, so I feel like I've lived half my life here. And um, a background started out, uh, I went to West Point, decided to choose the military route, uh, became an Army officer and served for six and a half years. Um, did the infantry thing. It was a lot of fun, a lot of adventure. And then I eventually decided, you know, once I started having kids that um, this was probably a little bit more stable life, uh, <laughs> transition to civilian. And uh, so I made that leap and uh, decided to get my MBA. And when I took a, a look at the short list of, of programs that kind of met my needs, uh, Scheller was at the top of the list and uh, the executive format suited uh, my needs at the time. Uh, so it was a good fit. Yeah. So backing up to that time, I know we're going to talk a lot about your Mm -hmm. entrepreneurial experience today, but we do have a fairly large and growing veteran presence here on campus. Mm -hmm. What to you, as you transitioned into civilian life, what spoke to you here at Scheller that made the executive MBA a good fit? So what I was looking for was a chance to transition into technology. Uh, So from the military, transitioning to technology. And but also business. And Scheller for me was that intersection of business and technology, kind of the right balance of a school with a strong engineering background that is a pioneer uh, in technology and and around all those exciting uh, high growth startups, Um, you know, the startup community, ATDC, Atlanta Tech Village, a lot of stuff happening in Atlanta. So I felt like, all right, this is is where I want to be. And that kind of made it uh, easy for me. Yeah. So I'm always in awe of the executive students because mm-hmm. it's a sprint, what, 18 months? Yes, and you're here like, like night or throughout the weekends and basically living here at some points. Um, and it's all very impressive because at the same time, you're mm-hmm. usually working full time, doing something else in uh, leadership positions. So right. how was that balance for you? What were you balancing other than you said you had family at the time? Yeah, uh, great question. So. I was transitioning out of the military, looking to find a job uh, to support um, my getting my MBA, and uh, so I also had a, a son at that time. So you know, raising a, a small family and um, looking for a business partner. That's mm-hmm. that's why I chose uh, Scheller. Um, that's why I came to get my MBA. It was partly for the education, but really I, I came here looking for that business partner that I was going to be able to launch a venture with at the conclusion of the MBA program. Uh, so for me, um, that that was that was big. Yeah. So you went into it with entrepreneurship in mind. Absolutely. Clear goal. Yes. That's great. What What about either your background or kind of what inspired you to to go that track? What mm-hmm. or what about your personality says? Yeah, I want to be an entrepreneur. Sure. I, so I think I was probably a little bit of a strange kid. I was that kid <laughs> re- reading business books in middle school and just said, Hey. You know, eventually I want to do two things. One, go into the military and be a ranger. And the second thing is I want to start my own business. And, uh, you know, after I did the military thing, got that out of my system a little bit and then <laughs> said, all right, now it's time to start a business. 
but I'm not an expert in any particular industry, although I, I have background in leadership and management. Right. And I know how to build teams. I know how to get the right people on the bus, so to speak, in the right seats and, and moving forward. Uh, so for me, it was finding that, that person who is an industry expert in whatever industry it was, and then you know grabbing his coattails or her coattails, and then you know <laughs> setting off on an adventure together. Um, so what inspired you? Tell us about what you're doing now and how kind of the, the MOT, the Management of Technology program, and Finding Business Partner led to where you are now. Sure. So I, I met my business partner uh, first day. His name happens to be Christian as well. Uh, his <laughs> name's Christian Hyatt. And so we immediately sat next to each other because we said, oh, there's not a lot of guys with our name. So we'll We'll kind of You'll make uh, it for difficult it for works. everyone by sitting directly next to each other? Or easy, depending <laughs> on, you know, they'd call on Christian and we both answer. And um, so we kind of, you know, kicked off uh, a relationship in school, um, working together on different projects, kind of seeing each other's uh, work ethic, uh, background, uh, things like that. And he was a, a deep expert in the information security space. And so that was very interesting to me coming from, you know, more physical security in the mm -hmm. Army. You know, same principles apply to the information space. So, um, you know, we linked up. I actually ended up going to work um, at a company that he was at at the time. Um, so we got to know each other in that environment as well. Um, and, you know, eventually, I was, I, probably a year in, we decided, all right, this is something we're going to do. It's just a matter of when. Um, and the timing just kind of worked out with the program, uh, the MOT program. We had to come up with a business plan and a business case and, you know, pitch the plan. So that was a really great process to help us think through all the things yeah. that um, we would want to think through when launching a venture. Um, and that became kind of a, a, a guideline or an education within an education for us to go ahead and launch something. And is that the capstone project? That is a is capstone what, okay. project, yes. So that's kind of that core ending mm -hmm. or culmination of the, the MOT program. So did you all have other people within the executive MBA program working with you on that, or was it just the two of you? We did. We had one other person. And um, <laughs> ironically, we didn't end up using that capstone project and launching that particular business, oh, okay. uh, mainly because although it was interesting and it was a great project, we didn't have that particular skill set or background to launch it. And, and we realized that... Uh, both being conservative at heart, we should probably start some, uh, with, with something that we both know. Um, <laughs> and so that's why we, we founded RISC360. So RISC360 uh, is a company that simplifies security and compliance to help business leaders focus on growing their business. So we serve high growth technology firms. That's our really uh, the, the suite of people that we enjoy serving because they're, they're going after important, exciting things. They're trying to disrupt industry and often they just need help doing that. So we come in as advisors. Um, we also do some reporting. So whether it's SOC 2 reporting, PCI compliance, uh, we help advise on that. We do guided ISO implementations and something that we call virtual CISO services, which could include more security-specific services such as penetration testing, vulnerability scanning, um, as well as vendor management, which is, is something everybody deals with. Um, so that's, this, that's the, the space that we play in, and we've also developed some software to complement the services. So while we're a services firm, we have some technology that we leverage in order to make the experience uh, better for the companies that we serve. Excellent. So I know I feel like there's a lot of acronyms yes, involved with yes. all of, with all of that, but something that we are all very familiar with, and we covered um, actually in our core information managing information resources class just yesterday, okay. was the growth of 
compliance needs and all of the risks and how much cybercrime is happening oh, yeah. around the world today. So that is something I think everyone's familiar with. You hear about different security issues all the time. Mm. Um, what do you all do you all see in your business as kind of those major threats on the horizon mm. that you really tell your clients you need to be watching out for this? Mm. Um, and and how do you all help them? Sure. Well, from an information security side, um, for every company out there, you either know you have issues or you don't know you have issues. Uh, if you know you have issues, then hopefully you're doing something to, to address that risk. Um, for those companies that don't know or are blissfully unaware, uh, <laughs> there, there are things you should be doing. Um, and, and really, so what we'll do is when we go into a new company, you know, we'll try to do some basic housekeeping. Uh, we call uh, current state assessment or a gap assessment just to find out, you know, what's the current state of the security environment um, and try to align that to a particular framework that might work for their industry, but to kind of help them see, you know, th this is where you're at and then these are best practices. Now, maybe there's a huge delta to get to where you <laughs> need to be, but we can help you get on a roadmap uh, to become more secure and also compliant if you need to be compliant with any regulations or maybe there's some stuff that your your industry uh, has adopted as best practices or stuff that your clients are requiring you to do. Great. So I would say any level of entrepreneurship, there's, there's a roller coaster of experiences involved, I'm sure. Um, in this early stage of your business, what are kind of some of the highs and lows and how are you learning and growing from them? Sure. That's a great question. Uh, so I, I would say the number one thing is uh, your team. Get the right team. If, if you have the right people on your team, um, it doesn't really matter what industry you go after, um, as long as you're excited about it and it's something that interests you. But having the right people, the right business partner, I'd say is the number one thing. And um, I vetted my business partner very hard. Uh, for 18 <laughs> months, I, I tried to uncover all his flaws, and I think he probably did the same to me. So we knew each other pretty well. But, you know, when we decided to essentially get married in um, you know a business <laughs> way and, and and go it alone together, um, the second thing is uh, cash flow. <laughs> you know, a lot of companies they try to get funding um, when they're starting out, and, and that's great if it makes sense for them. Other companies like us, we just bootstrap from the beginning, and so you always have to monitor cash flow. There's a great saying in a in a book called "Scaling Up" that we mm -hmm. always like to reference uh, by Vern Harnish, and he always says. Um, revenue is vanity, <laughs> and uh, profit is sanity, but cash flow is king. And when you're a young business, uh, expenses tend to walk on two legs, so you really need to uh, monitor your cash flow yep. and, and make sure you're sticking with those sound business principles that allowed you to start in the first place. Right. So speaking to those sound business principles, yeah. what are either some of the professors or coursework or projects that you took away from Scheller that are really helpful in your environment today? That is a great question because uh, there there are those professors that we really enjoy taking classes from. Uh, Matt Higgins, Debbie Turner always mm -hmm. are, are two favorites just because uh, they really made you think about things. Uh, they didn't give you the easy answer, but they helped shape your thinking. And, and I think maybe principles from those two classes in particular. So that would be economics and accounting? Yes, okay. economics and accounting have, have kind of helped shape how we think about things. Um, 
I think marketing always has its place. You know, you got to get the go to market strategy right. Mm-hmm. And I'd say for us, you know, we iterated many times. It's it's <laughs> taken about two years for us to find uh, a good market fit. Um, you know, where we want to focus, where we want to specialize, because we don't serve everybody. Uh, we don't serve every client. There's kind of a niche that we like to focus on and that really is the high growth technology startups yep. uh, whether they're just you know starting out or they're you know getting their series f round or something like that um you know that that's exciting to us it keeps us you know keeps us going keeps us um we're, we're both early risers so we'll, we, we start <laughs> very early in the morning and, and are excited to get after serving those clients awesome you said you're going after these exciting startup based mm-hmm. clients um, tell me about how being in Atlanta and operating within Atlanta, being based here, is mm-hmm. helpful to Risk360. And mm-hmm. then, what other um, kind of client reach you have, whether it's national or global? Sure. Atlanta's a great market. There's a lot going on in the startup community. There's a lot of companies that are that are being um, grown out of whether it's ATDC, uh, I mentioned ATV as well, mm-hmm. or, or Georgia Tech. Um, so it's a great place to be big market, right? Um, there's also other big markets. You have New York, Boston, Austin, Texas, San Francisco, of course, is, is huge. Um, Seattle. I mean, there's there's a lot of markets out there where there are uh, either homegrown or uh, government-sponsored uh, incubators mm-hmm. uh, to help startups kind of get up and running. And um, so if you're in any one of those markets, it's, it's fair game that, you know, we could support you. For our, what I'd call our premium services, which is a very high-touch, uh, we call it vCISO, Virtual Chief Information Security Officer Services, those are mostly in Atlanta because they're such high-touch. We're, right. we're there every week. We're, you know, we're really a part of their team advising them going forward on security and compliance. Excellent. So another thing you're doing in Atlanta that you were telling me about earlier mm-hmm. um, is a student education program for entrepreneurs. Can you tell me about that? Yes, that's re- that's really exciting. Uh, we're really excited to start that. We're in our first iteration. Uh, it's called 445 Advisors, and really it's our way to give back to the the, the local community, uh, especially Georgia Tech, since half our team is from Georgia Tech. <laughs> um, and and it's a free program. It's a six week program or boot camp where we take aspiring entrepreneurs through the process and journey of honing in on their ideas, developing a business plan, a go-to-market strategy, testing that strategy, and figuring out, do they really want that? Um, The benefit for us, the reason we do it, is because we want to stay involved in the tech community. We want to enable the tech community. That's our ecosystem. That's where we live. why are we called 445 Advisors? Yes. Well, because we don't have very much time with young families <laughs> running a business. So we said, hey, the only time that we have to do this is between the hours of 445 and about 645 in the morning uh, to coincide Ooh. with traffic patterns. So oh, well, it, weed, it weeds yeah. out anybody <laughs> that's only passively interested. But anybody yeah. that's seriously interested about starting a business, those are the people that we want to help. And, and meet with and um, and go through this program with. Amazing. So, yeah, it's a six-week program uh, from start to finish, no strings attached. We don't charge anything. It's really us trying to share our experience, and we bring in other advisors in different spaces, such as legal, um, compliance, uh, industry as well, mm-hmm. to just be uh, a part of that process. 
Um, but at the end of the six weeks, you know, from there, it's it's wherever the entrepreneur wants to take it, whether they want us to be involved long term or whether they say, hey, this is what I needed. Now I can go launch my venture. Um, that's the idea. Excellent. Well, I think that about does it for this episode of The Intersection. Christian, thank you for being here, and thank you for your service. Absolutely. We're so glad to have covered this, and I'm, I'm fascinated. And I can definitely think of some classmates that would be interested in the 445 program. So Great. That does it for part one of our episode on entrepreneurship. Join us after the break for part two.